episode 125 pub sports talk as always we got fitz preacher man doctor not a doctor tim farner and friends of the show they're back again baby we're excited to talk about coastal app state the shot show rejoins us for this episode and we're pumped to have these guys on uh, we're gonna break down the preview of app state in coastal carolina's game here wednesday but before we do you know we start off with a random question or a random sports fact, I should say. And this week, it's a little bit different. I don't know if you guys saw it. You know, big Halloween, Monday night, Browns demolished the Bengals. I hate to admit it, but that happened. Miles Garrett, you guys see what he showed up as? Showed up as Vector from Stranger Things. And he has decked out his house completely. Like, he's got the upside down going on, Vector above the door frame. He's got Joe Burrow lifted up. He's got him suspended somehow like a dummy. Uh, he's got other quarterbacks he's sacked all in his yard in those little Vector nests or whatever where they just die pretty much. Um, just a phenomenal job on Halloween's costume. Last year, he showed up as the Grim Reaper. and On the back of his cloak, he had every quarterback that he sacked that season. Like this guy wins Halloween because he's trolling so hard. Uh, it's not like other athletes. It's not like other, um, you know, that just show up in costume, whether it's it, Pennywise, or even Joe Burrow showing up in a shirt that said boo, right? Miles Garrett wins Halloween because he takes it to the next level and trolls. Like, this is phenomenal. This is amazing stuff. So my question is, like, what would be, like, the dream costume for an athlete for you? Uh, like, something that, that they can win and they can take it to the next level. Like, I, I'm not a fan of it, but, like, what if Aaron Rodgers dressed as, like, the Bears owner? Because didn't he do a big spiel last year mm. about – Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, something yeah. like that. Or, I own you. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then, yeah, yeah. you know, I, I'm immediately thinking of, like, Tom Brady. If he did his own spin on, like, the Miles Garrett thing, like, with the teams he's beaten in the Super Bowl or um, something like that. There's something there because, I mean, he could have some – organizations in the upside down with that boy he uh <laughs> golly I, you know those are the only two that i can think of off the top of the head that's a good question i, yeah. I like, like those go ahead josh no uh, another guy that i could see soon doing something like miles garrett would have to be i mean jalen ramsey i'm surprised he hasn't done something like that uh, i mean he had it on his locker he was like went down every quarterback and called him trash i'm surprised jalen ramsey <laughs> he, he's got to come next year with the with the heat on that he has to just just dresses up as an island. Something like that. <laughs> Ramsey Island. That reminds me of, uh, you know, Bengals fan, but Chad Ochocinco had a list in his locker room and be like, did he guard yep. me? Nope. Nope. And just the check. <laughs> like, I, I love it. Yeah, that's a good one, Josh. I like like that dress a up as a list or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Check. yeah. No completions. No completions. I love it. Curtis, what about you, big dog? See, like, this is awesome to me. Bringing back fun and bringing fun into football yes. is what it should be all about. And the fact that a professional football player does this and, and has this kind of creativity is awesome to see. And like, like you said, I hope this takes off throughout the league. I hope that, you know, next season TJ Watt responds with something like this or something similar. He shows up to a game, you know, dressed with, with a sack over his shoulder or something, you know, it's, it's fun to see. And I'm, I'm glad guys are, you know, bringing back the fun in the NFL. No more, no fun league. <laughs> exactly, man. It drives me crazy. Like I, 
like what is it early 2010s like they like did away with all celebrations i'm like what are we doing let the let, the, let them have fun it's a game uh, curtis i'm 100 with you uh, i don't like, know if you guys saw it real quick but like the clip resurfaced this past week all over social media of randy moss inviting bill belichick to the halloween party did you guys see that no no I wish we had the clip, but he got this guy to show up in a roller rink. He was like, me and the guys, we're getting a DJ, we're getting a roller rink. I don't know if that's something you'd be interested in. And then he got Bill Belichick to show up wearing a pirate, and his wife even got in on it. It's I've got to find the clip somewhere. It, it, it was hilarious. That's amazing. Oh, I love it. I can't wait to see it. Um, you know, for me, I'm going to go a opposite because maybe it's a troll, and I really don't like what's going on in the family there. I think – Mahomes needs to dress up as Jackson Mahomes and just start yeah. creating more TikToks there, you know? <laughs> no, like, I, honestly, I, I think this is a great, like, I'm sitting there, I'm like, man, like, could you imagine Lawrence Taylor doing this? Like, just as a nightmare, like, God, like, this is amazing. It needs, like like you guys said, this has to be grown on each and every year. It can't just be just Miles Garrett dominating this thing. I feel like there's going to be some competition here. Cool. All right. Hey, let's dive into it. We're going to go right into App State versus Coastal. It's a huge game. Got some facts for us. And then Curtis, Josh, I, I want to see how you guys respond here. Uh, App versus Coastal, the series at all time is 7-1. Last time, the only time Coastal won was in 2020. Last time we played you guys in Conway at home uh, in your all's home field. Uh, this year, App's averaging 37 points per game. They're giving up 24 points a game, though. Coastal averaging 32 per game and giving up 27. Both those stats, very, very similar. Scary similar. Records, however, at 5-3, and three, Coastal 7-1. and one. Coastal leads the East in the Sun Belt here. Um, last three meetings, both these teams have gone over 67.5 points a game. So that over looking tasty here. Um, so with, with those facts being our introduction here, Curtis, Josh, take it away. What's our thoughts and feels for this game? Because this is huge. I think winner – might be in that driving seat for the Sun Belt East. Yeah, that's exactly what what we said on our uh, pregame episode. We recorded it last night. It'll actually be dropping tonight. But let's go. Um, we said that this is Coastal Carolina looking itself in the mirror. Mm. The unfortunate thing is, what's looking back at them might be slightly more handsome. Right. <laughs> These are two teams that are so evenly matched; it's ridiculous. They have the same flaws. They have the same identity. The main diff, they have the same quarterback, essentially. Yeah. It's it's an incredibly even matchup. And yes, there's a little bit of disparity between the records, but winner of this game controls their destiny in the Sun Belt East. And winner of this game probably wins the Sun Belt. And, and if they're not pushing for the Cotton Bowl and that group of six New Year's six bid, or group, uh, excuse me, group of five New Year's six bid, they could be going to some massive bowl game as an at-large, and it wouldn't surprise me at all, especially with App State's victory over Texas A&M, a marquee win, that some bowl committee doesn't invite them up you know, to, to a better bowl game after beating Coastal Carolina should they do that. Right. right. Yeah. yeah. No, I mean, and you want to look at the quarterbacks just based on – Obviously, what they look like on the field, I mean, two guys that aren't, we've talked about this this week, these guys are not going to lose you the game. They're not going to be the reason you lose. They're going to come out every week. Chase Bryce has been in all the big moments, been his Clemson days, and he's going to keep the offense in the game. He's not going to be the – they're separated by 100 yards, Grayson and Chase Bryce. Yeah. 
I think Chase Bryce has three more passing touchdowns, and then Grayson has three less interceptions. I mean, these guys are – the quarterbacks are almost identical, especially as you can be in college football. And it's it's going to come down to the defenses. And like we said, we said on our – whoever gets the most turnovers, and it's going to be whoever makes the most mistakes because I don't know that the defenses will be able to stop each other necessarily, and it's going to be what mistakes – who makes the mistakes and when and because it's pretty damn similar. Absolutely. And it was kind of wild. Like I'm sitting there thinking about like, you know, in my head watching the app and, and, and like obviously keeping an eye on coastal, it's like, Oh, okay. Okay. They're like, they're similar and like, but not really looking at the facts, but what you guys said is just like scary. Like, Holy shit. Like they are looking in a mirror. And I, I know Curtis, you said it might be more handsome. I'm kind of thinking the other way here. I'm like, man, damn, <laughs> like coastal looks real good. That defense has been stout for him. Um, it, it, you know, for us, we're just letting anybody score on us. It's just, it's, it's rough. I don't know. Tim Fitz, what, what are you thinking here? Yeah, I'm kind of along the same lines as the group here. Um, it feels like, and I hadn't been following coastal as much. So maybe, you know, you two can kind of fill me in. It seems like it's just a coin flip for app, particularly our defense. Like it's like one, one game we're not expected to, to stop anything and we have a pretty good stonewall defense. And then another game we're like, Oh, we could handle this pretty easily. And it's like a shootout. And, you know, coming up against coastal, it scares me because we are, we are likely to not hold any defense. Like it's, it's it could get very bad, very quickly. So how, how does y'all's defense compare this year as to say last time we played when um, you guys had a pretty stout crew there? Yes, yeah, but- I can I can take that one. We've said over yeah. and over this year on our podcast that our defense is opportunistic and terrible. <laughs> they force a lot of turnovers and they give up a lot of points. And if they didn't force a lot of turnovers, we would have a lot more losses than one. It's it's you go into every week not knowing what defense is going to show up. It's just like yours. The only thing that mm-hmm. we know to expect is that if you make a mistake, our defense is going to capitalize on it. That's the mm-hmm. one thing we have going for us. I mean, a couple of weeks ago, and we're still in the top 10 nationally, but a couple of weeks ago, we were number one in the country in turnovers forced. So wow. it's it's just – it's what this team does. If they don't force a turnover, you're probably going to score on that drive. Yeah, take everything you just said. The, that If you remove the name from it, we would have thought from at least our perspective that you were talking about our defense – because you guys, you guys have lost a cut like that JMU game that you guys lost, where you scored zero points or something in the second half. We've done that in multiple games this season. We just haven't lost those games. It's been super close. We almost lost to Gardner Webb this season. It's just a couple of the close games you guys haven't pulled them out. Whereas we've been scraping by a ton of games. And then, like you said, you've been following kind of loosely. It's easy to look at seven and one and be like, damn, they're really tightened up. And But we have pretty much all of the same problems that you guys just talked about. We've just been able to scrape out some of the wins. And then, I mean, you saw what happened. One thing you guys haven't done is getting, other than that Texas State game, you didn't really get blown out. And that's something that happened to us with Old Dominion. So everything that you guys said, take away the App State part, it sounds like you could be doing our podcast. You didn't have to bring Texas State. That was just, I, I kind of had to just a little bit. We ain't, we haven't done that yet. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's fair. You got to watch out for the freaking Bobcats down there, apparently. I, I don't know. But it's night and day. I think you guys are saying, and you guys are the same way. Like, flip yeah. a coin here, you might have one of the top defenses and offenses in the country, and then ah, you might not. You know, it's it's tough here. I'm excited for this game. I got to know, though, you guys are getting a lot of criticism on social media. I don't know if you guys saw this. You guys want to do a blackout here. A lot of people are like, hey, that's not part of their prime colors. I'm a big fan of blackouts. Like, I'm kind of in your corner here. Like, yeah, I get it. Like, you're all shade of blue. Is it's I, I don't know the technical name for it. I apologize, but it's one of a kind. And, and like, I get like having the coastal out. Like, that'd be cool. But still, blackouts like a mentality. Like, that's a mindset thing. Uh, so I don't hate it. I know you guys are getting a lot of hate on social media, but I I love a good blackout. The it's Tennessee blackout was so stupid, by the way. Fuck you, <laughs> Tennessee balls. Tennessee blackout. That was no, an example. No. Get out of here. Wow, Didn't need wow. any of it. <laughs> wow. Wow. Vince is just a certified hater, just a random thing. And it's really <laughs> Yeah, I'm an old man. I got to admit, though, the all-black Tennessee uniforms are pretty dope, though. Dude, dark mode? Like, come on, yeah. Those are so- I will say, we do pretty well in black. We, we, went, we went a blackout. I, the last time I think – other than we went blackout for Troy, like it is something we do every year, at least yeah. sometimes. But then we also did it at the BYU game, and I, I think we should just wear black all the time, as long as it's not, not those damn teal helmets. That's fine with me. Yeah, fair yeah, enough. Those yeah. teal helmets are officially cursed. We've we've lost or look terrible every time we wear the teal helmets. So that's uh, what we wore against y'all last year. That's right. Yeah. But but yeah, I mean, black is technically one of Coastal's colors. It's like the tertiary color. So mm-hmm. I, I'm not opposed to it, but I'm, I'm with you. We wasted the opportunity for a teal out earlier this season against Buffalo. Oof. And it's like, why did we waste this against Buffalo? Like we could have gone all teal for a night game. Like that would have looked awesome up against the surf turf. And it, it yeah. would have been great. I, I'm with you there. I'm not opposed to a blackout, but there were better options. Right. You're you're on prime time. Like, you're the one game that night. Yeah. Yeah. Show off that teal a little bit. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it's unique. You know, I, as much as I hate to admit it, I, I do like it. Like, it's, it's unique. It's one of a kind. Well, you know, boys, uh, let's get our score predictions here. And I got a little fun little Coastal versus App question for you here a little bit. But let's get our score predictions. Curtis, we're going to start with you. What do you think? I'm going to stick with what I said last night. I think this is an absolute barn burner shootout. Hammer that over. I'm going 56-49 Coastal. Dang. I'm here for it. I don't trust any defense to stop anybody. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I really don't. Like Mm -hmm. having watched three or four App State games from start to finish this season (laughs) and having watched all of ours start to finish, neither defense is going to be able to contain the quarterback they're supposed to. I think it's a barn burner. I think it's a shootout. I think it's a heck of a fun game, and I think Coastal barely pulls it out. Also, think Coastal barely pulls it out, but not like probably like thirty less points than Curtis thinks. I have it at thirty-four to thirty. I don't think you guys will have a chance for a field goal to, to win the game or tie it late. I think it's going to be a, a late two-minute drill drive with Chase Bryce, who we talked about is one of the only guys that we wouldn't really. Like, that's the last guy we want to go up in a two-minute situation with. Mm. He's shown it against multiple guys. That mm. the last thing we want is that Troy game part two. But, yeah, I think it's going to be a tight game. App State's going to have the ball last. And I say maybe our defense squeaks something out and we barely get a win. But it's going to come down to the wire. 
I think you guys do that. Someone's going to lose their job on the offensive side. You know, there's yes. twerps in the app state. <laughs> and I forgot to mention this. My apologies. Over under set at 64. App is a three point favorite here. So yes, you guys both are calling the dogs on here, which is your hometown boys. And I, I don't blame you at all because anything this past year has showed us the past three years, it's going to be close. Tim, what do you think? Mm. You know, I was feeling a little more confident about it until those uh, forced turnovers were brought up, and I was like, oh, gosh, <laughs> this is not good. Um, I'm going to have to go 38-35. I'm going to give it to a last-minute field goal from App. I think it's going to be a close game. I think I think um, there's going to be a couple. I, I'm going to call it. I'm going to call it. There's going to be a pick six. You guys are going to get a pick six on us. Hate to see it, but it's going to give you guys a lot of momentum, I think, and it's going to take a last-second field goal to finish it. So go ahead and give me my Mountaineers, but it's going to be a good one. It's going to be a high and flying one. See, I think I think App wins by like 17. And, Damn. and I think it's based Ooh. on just – we haven't talked about the strength of schedule. <laughs> oh, um, God. Coastal, oh, God. Coastal hasn't really – they haven't really played anybody. <laughs> App State, we show up in the games <laughs> that we're supposed to struggle against. Um, I do think it's close. I think it's close till about maybe three minutes in the third quarter. And I think <laughs> App State gets like a sack fumble that then leads to a 10-point lead. And then we get another stop. And then you guys can't stop the run late. And I think we just pull away. That That's my prediction. So I think it's a good game. But I think App takes it in the fourth quarter. Well, and that's totally fair, just just to, to jump in here, because Coastal hasn't been good in the fourth quarter. Hmm. All season, they've either barely hung on to leads and walked out of there, you know, with a wounded knee but a victory, right? Or in the case of the Old Dominion game, where you were still in it in the third quarter, and then Old Dominion, in the course of four minutes in the fourth quarter, put up 21 points and pulled away and ended up blowing you out. That's totally fair. That's, and, that's a totally fair prediction. And, and, and App State's strength is in their running backs. Yeah. Right, and we're not necessarily very good at stopping the run defense. Yeah, run so defense I think as soon, as soon as we get y'all on your heels – I do, I do see App pulling away, and seventeen say, generous. I, I think that's generous. I, I, I could have gone, I could have oh gone deeper on that. Damn, holy Tim, these or Fitz, these are our friends, man. What are you doing to them? I'm, I'm just speaking truth. That's all. <laughs> I've been wrong. I've been wrong before. Yeah, so. we'll talk about your Giants pick on the parlay later. <laughs> oh, yeah, uh, Giants pick. Uh, you know, I, to me, I. Curtis, I like that score a lot. I think that we're going to see an explosion of points here. I mean, it's been the trend for the past three seasons. I don't see it stopping now. The you know, I'm thinking 42, 38 app to win here. And I think Cam Peoples is the difference maker with us. I mean, we we haven't talked about Beasley for you guys and Cam Peoples for us. Their numbers are scary. Some I think there's an eight yard difference. Beasley leading the way. Now he had 20 more touches than Cam, but it's still like. I don't know. I just the way Cam's been turning on the past couple of weeks. I'm liking Cam's to take over in the fourth quarter, and and you guys get a chance. We stuff it, and then we just feed Cam and just kill the clock. That's that's what I'm feeling. That's what I'm hoping. Um, anyway, I think we all agree. Hit the over here, and it's gonna be one hell of a game. Minus Fitz. Fitz might not say it's gonna be a hell of a game, but all all the rest of us are gonna say it's one hell of a game here. 
That'd be good for three quarters. <laughs> yeah. Wow. 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 Jesus. All right. All right. <laughs> Damn. Uh, well, boys, we got some other week 10 scores if you guys want to break into it. Yeah, absolutely. Cool, cool. And, and real quick before I forget, because Lord knows I will, uh, where can people find your show at? Because it, it's really phenomenal. Go ahead and plug away here, especially this preview. Yeah, so we're on Apple and Spotify and just about anywhere else you can find podcasts. Uh, we are The Shant Show, spelled like The Chant Show, C-H-A-N-T. Uh, we get that a lot. Uh, we know it's weird, but, you know, it's what <laughs> Carolina is. They chose a weird mascot. It's what we're stuck with. Uh, follow us on Twitter at The Shant Show, and then on Instagram, you drop the the, and it's just at Shant Show. We're on there all the time. Uh, you know, we're, we're super interactive on social media, so... If you want to, hit us up, and uh, we'll always get back to you. Yeah, great dudes, and you guys are killing it, and I love it. Um, you guys just had a merch drop, and fingers crossed, yes, we get another one rolling. And yep. uh, so I'm excited for it. We'll have to get some stuff. I'll have to hide it in the background there, if it's, you know, <laughs> but I'll, I'll have it for sure. I got to support you guys. Hey, we we appreciate that. I actually have to dip out, but I appreciate you guys always having us on for this one. Hey, of course, Josh, yeah, man. man. Have one good day, and hopefully we have a better Thursday than you, but I hope it's still a good Thursday for you. All right. Hell yeah. See you, man. All right. See you. Curtis, you staking on with us a little bit? Yeah, I'll stick on a little bit. I'll talk hey. some more college football. I'm always down. Let's do it, dude. All right, we're going to start with week nine scores here. Kind of a wild time. Notre Dame beats number 16, Syracuse. Not really surprised there. At least I wasn't. It's kind, of, it's kind of my upset pick of the week. Just the way Notre Dame's been rolling. Syracuse, I think they played their Super Bowl against Clemson. I think we're going to see a downside with Syracuse. But who knows? Uh, Louisville, and I, yes, Fitz, I know I misspelled Louisville. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> takes down number 10, Wake Forest, 48-21. Just a dismantling. Like I dismantled the spelling on Louisville there. Uh, Missouri takes care of South Carolina. A lot of people surprised, but I think people, especially you, Fitz, you kind of are in that Columbia area. Like They had a huge game last weekend. And they're like, all right, it's probably a letdown. That's App State West, baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, number 22, Kansas State, blew the doors out of Oklahoma State, 48-0. Number nine, the country, gets goose egg. That's wild to me. And number 20, Cincinnati, gets toppled by UCF, 21-25. Um, out of these scores, is, is there anything that really surprises us here, anything that really shocks us? Yeah, I'm just going to say it. Oh, go ahead, Curtis. Kansas State putting up a goose egg on <laughs> yeah, Oklahoma yeah. State. I mean – the fact that they won is not super surprising if you want to go that route. They're a really good football team. But holding a Big 12 offense to zero points, that's insanity. Jeez. 100% agree. And I was like all over Oklahoma State. I was like, Oklahoma State, they're home. It's homecoming. Give me the Cowboys easy to win. And I'm a believer in Kansas State now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Parker, you have to or I have to give you props here for your Notre Dame pick. I thought it was just, you know, your Notre Dame bias. And I was like, oh, it's just hacky being crazy. Notre Dame stinks. <laughs> and they did it. So props to you. Was that the parlay pick you had? That was. That was one of them. Yeah. Man. Yeah. So good for you, man. I uh, uh and I also didn't see Wake. Uh, you know, I, I felt like Wake I hadn't watched many games this year, to be honest, but last year they were high flying. Mm-hmm. Uh, guns blazing ranked number 10 i would hope that they would have put up more than you know a few touchdowns but i guess louisville's the real deal i didn't watch the game so i, I don't know how ugly it looked but yeah that louisville's was kind of surprising. one of those teams that 
like I was like, oh, they've they've got a potential Heisman candidate at quarterback. The offense should be rolling. Defense might be a question mark, but they just started so sloppy and so shitty this season. And then all of a sudden, like Wake was so hot, and I just I didn't see that one coming at all. And I, I like Coach Satterfield, obviously you're an app state guy, and I don't know, man. Uh, maybe I'm a believer in the L now. Fitz. <laughs> I just wonder with K-State, you know, TCU's the team I've got an eye on just as can TCU make the the playoff as yeah. as as part of the Big 12. Um I I think this K-State win helps because TCU won by 10 against them. K-State's only other loss was Tulane who's still their number 19 just looked it up. Um haven't heard a lot about Tulane but yeah, I don't know. Is I think we're sleeping on the Big 12. I think we hear about all these other conferences and no one's really giving them their due. So I'm just curious about that. I know, Hacky, last week you thought TCU is going to blow it At in the Big point, 12 championship. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. Is it just for me as I pull for the, for the Horned Frogs over there? I think this is I think this is going to be good for them. You don't want to call them the horny frogs anymore? <laughs> the horny toads. Yeah. Yeah, the horny toads. Yeah. The horny toads. <laughs> That's a oh. shout out to Oh Brother Where Art Thou. Oh man. Tim Blake Nelson. He says he turned you to a to a horny toad. <laughs> <laughs> well, Fitz, you kind of brought it up. Let's talk about the AP top ten here. Uh Georgia at number one, the shake up here. Tennessee and Ohio State tied for number two. College football uh playoff range just came out. Tennessee's taking that in one spot right now just because of based off schedule and mm. who they played. Um gosh, another typo, Hacky. Yep, two number two seats. No, no, they're tied for two. No, no, they're that's tied. Correct. They're tied. So what? suck a dick. <laughs> yeah, Who's not four is Michigan? How do they not have a three? What is they're this? really trying to build up the drama here what with the top the four. hell? They both got fifteen hundred points. It's like, if you would have listened. I said it, all right? What the? Uh, four is Michigan, five is Clemson, six is Bama, seven is TCU, eight is Oregon, nine is USC, and ten is UCLA. UCLA clawed back in after they got spanked mm. by Oregon. Our biggest movers, 13 Kansas State, up nine points after blanking Oklahoma State. That's huge for them. Number 11, Old Miss, and number 17, UNC, and number 19, Tulane, up four spots. So that's big movement for them. On the bad side, number 20, Wake Forest, dropped 10 spots. Number 18, Oklahoma State, dropped nine spots from their last year. And number 19, UK, last week, 19. Last week, number 20, Cincinnati. Number 25, South Carolina, last week, all dropped from the rankings completely. We're going to talk about games this week. And some of these are not permanent. And we're going to see a huge shakeup after this week's games. But look at this top 10, the movers, losers, however you want to take this. Curtis, any thoughts on this AP top 10? So I believe in the Tennessee hype. I believe that they are fantastic. Do I believe that they are on Georgia's level? Not quite. I have zero complaints right now. I think they actually, for once, put together an AP poll that makes sense. Uh, You know, I haven't had a chance to look at the playoff rankings. They literally just released like five minutes ago. Mm -hmm. But if they are similar to the AP top 10, I have no complaints. Ohio State. Yes, Penn State was close for three quarters in that game, and then they scored 28 points in like four minutes. And if you think that you have a team that can compete with that, you're probably wrong. 
I don't think that there's anything that we can complain about here. I, I like where they're headed, and as long as the playoff committee's in kind of the same headspace, I think we're headed towards a really competitive last couple weeks of the season and a really interesting playoff debate. Um, I did want to bring up real quick, do you guys think that it's hurting the Big 12's reputation that the best team is not Oklahoma? Mm. If Oklahoma wore purple and black, do you think that they would be higher than number seven? I think you're absolutely right because I think the AP and a lot of polls look at the body of work for the past couple of years, which they shouldn't. They should look at it each year individually, but I think they look at the body of work for three, four seasons, and they would throw Oklahoma in there based off what they've been able to do the past couple of seasons. I think you're right, Curtis. I never thought about that before. Yeah, that is yeah. an interesting point. I, Yeah, I mean – Kind of like what Parker, what you were saying, it, it kind of touches the base of this biasness that is like underlying this AP poll. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I've never really looked at it from that perspective. That would be pretty interesting. Yeah, hmm. that's, a, that's a solid point, Curtis. Yeah. And I, I've got the the official college football power rankings right here, the, the playoff rankings. One's Tennessee, two Ohio State. Three Georgia, four Clemson, five Michigan, six Bama. So I mean, huge shakeup because now you flip and from Zay people, Georgia drops all the way to three. Tennessee takes the one spot. Ohio State takes the mm. two spot. Yeah, and Clemson and Michigan flip, right? Michigan's fifth. Is that what? They yes. Said? Yeah. 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 So like, there's Michigan's out. So that that's weird. That's weird. Yeah, that's that's a little strange. That's not where I would have gone with that. <laughs> no, I, it, Curtis, I'm with you. Like this looks like the the top four right here in the country and yes all top four in a collision course for each other georgia tennessee will play this weekend which we're about to talk about michigan and ohio state are going to play at the end of the season like we know the loser probably out of the playoffs unless tennessee you know or georgia lose this weekend and they have one hell of a rebound and they find a way into the championship or they have a three one loss sec going on you just never know well, See, I felt like if Georgia loses, they'll still be in the top four. Really? But I thought if Tennessee lost, so that's what's interesting is with that playoff ranking, because I thought Tennessee would be in trouble if they lose. Like they'll they'll fall a little bit. I think it's level of competition. Like you look at Tennessee's knocked off Bama. They've knocked off a ranked Kentucky, a ranked Florida. Yeah. Like those wins have been solid for them, where Georgia doesn't have a solid, solid win yet. Hmm. That's, yeah, yeah, that's, a, that's a good point parker so like what if what if georgia if they lose they're the ones to get bounced versus tennessee if they lose you know they have a little bit more lenience mm-hmm. yeah. wow. and, and i read this thing like the worst thing for the sec is georgia beats tennessee and then bama turns around and beats georgia in the sec championship all three teams have one loss and they're all to each other it's a triangle what do you do i probably all, all three of them make it yeah. because wow. i think the big 10 <laughs> I think the Big Ten hurts themselves by and it's tradition and I like it and I love it, but they put the game at the last week of the season. They put Michigan, Ohio State the last week of the season and they don't have time to recover from a loss because that determines who goes to the Big Ten championship. The other guy's season is done. Yeah, yeah. it's always a Michigan. chance to, to prove yourself again where <laughs> Georgia and Tennessee play this week. The SEC championship game will be between – to you know, or mm. an undefeated team and and another team in the, out of the west it, or out of the east, and it's like 
you have a chance to recover from that loss. If all three of those teams are one-loss teams and it's all to each other, I think the winner of Ohio State-Michigan is the fourth team, and those three teams battle it out. I, that's, I why like, you gotta, that's why you got to hop on the Horn Frogs train. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, they, they're going to be the team that expands this playoff. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, they've already going to expand it. They're just trying to figure out when. And, and it's going to be yeah after this what year. We just, what we just talked about, when that comes into fruition, yeah. they're going to be like, what about the Horn Frogs? Get and what about here. Clemson, too? Yeah, if Clemson yeah. runs, yes, it's a weak ACC, but hell, Louisville just knocked off number 10 Wake Forest. Maybe it's not so weak. Maybe it's anybody's ball game here. This is the year. I'm feeling yeah. it. I like it. I like it a lot. And if you're the Pac-12, you're like, well, we're just going to fuck ourselves over here? Like, what? <laughs> like, you know? Yeah. They round out what? It's, well, USC is now what? Big 10? So uh, USC they, they they round out making yeah, that jump, yeah. Yeah, yeah they will. That comment. I was gonna say they round out eight, nine, ten, but no, yeah, screw not us. so but uh week ten games to watch here. Number five, Clemson travels to South Bend, Indiana, Notre Dame. Clemson three and a half point favorite. Number two, Tennessee taking on number one, Georgia in between the hedges at minus nine. Georgia's the favorite. Number six, Bama traveling down to Death Valley at number 15, LSU. Bama 13 point favorite. Number 13, Kansas State traveling to Texas. Texas, one-and-a-half-point favorite. Number 20, Wake Forest, three-and-a-half-point favorite. Traveling to number 21, NC State. Huge games here, minus the Coastal app game, but we talked about it, so I didn't throw it on here. Um, let's just go our predictions for each of these five games here. I am I love all five games. I don't know if Claudia's going to get me off the couch Saturday because I'm going to be glued <laughs> to it. Uh, sorry, wife. I know she listens. but I don't know, babe. I'm sorry. I'll, I'll do housework Sunday. Um, let's start with Clemson-Notre Dame. Curtis, who do you take here, and is there anything we should watch out for? So I think that Syracuse was drastically overrated. Yes, they played well in Death Valley against Clemson, but I don't think that they were the team we thought they were, and I don't think Notre Dame is as bad as we think they were either. They're not particularly good, (laughs) but I don't think they're good enough to beat Clemson, even if they have to travel to South Bend to do it. I think Clemson pulls out a win. I think it's not necessarily close, but it's not a blowout either. Yeah, I, I like that. Tim, what do you say? Oh. You get, you're stroking the beard there. I had a... Yeah, a little caterpillar up here. Um, shoot, it's... You know I like a good dog. Um, we got a pretty good dog here. And Parker, I don't know if it's your bias rubbing off on me or, or what, but I wouldn't put money on it, but shit, give me Notre Dame. Do it. Man, I, I feel like three and a half for Clemson. That's not enough. Uh, wow. I, I just feel like for betting, I I would hammer that. To that just surprises me. I don't I don't think Notre Dame is really close to that. So you you're taking Clemson big, huh? Or at least with yeah, like ten. Why not 10 points? Why not 17? Why not 24? Yeah, I'm yeah. confused. I'm confused by that. <laughs> Three and a half. It's just very... Yeah. I, I, I was surprised how low, but then I'm like, all right, South Bend, it's in Notre Dame. Maybe Touchdown Jesus has a little magic, but shit, that didn't work in the beginning of the season. You know, uh, who knows? I'm going to take Notre Dame for an upset here. 
because my heart wants me to, but I think my mind tells me Clemson might not. I'm not touching this game. I'm not betting on it. I just mm-hmm. I hope for a good game. I just I, I, I hope I want to see Notre Dame win. I, that's all. That's all I put. All right, let's move on. Tennessee, Georgia, Curtis. I think you you've already hinted at it. You're taking dogs. To be yeah, I'm, I'm taking Tennessee to at the very least cover the nine. I mm. think that nine is ridiculous. I don't know how that's not a, a three point favorite just because Georgia's at home. Yeah. That line could be even tighter than that. Outside of that, I'm taking Tennessee money line straight up. I think they pull off the upset between <laughs> the edges. I think they do it. I think they hold on. And I think it sends the, the SEC into a state of fluctuation where, okay, the East isn't automatically won by Georgia every year. We might actually have a, a competitor up in Knoxville. And I think this is the year they stamp that down. And I think they have the talent to do it. And I think they do it come Saturday. Man. Nice. That got me yeah, six the- to midnight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I see this as like, you know, like a little presentation Georgia comes to this big old table. They got this nice suit on and they slide their CV across the table and they got a really good CV. You know, the last few years been looking really good. Tennessee comes in, kicks in the door, slams down this year's resume. And you're just like, damn it. You're hired. I'm going Tennessee. I'm following Curtis. Let's go. The Give me Tennessee the waterfall coming out the back cutoff shirt. Not even in the suit. <laughs> Bristol baby. We're going blackout. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. I'm pulling. I'm pulling for Tennessee. I hope y'all are right. My gut tells me Georgia. It it really does. I you know, and I think in Georgia is a big deal too. Because they've got very fortunate. I think Kentucky and Bama in 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 Tennessee. You know, this one's on the road. I think it's tough. I think it's a good game, but I do think Georgia pulls this out. That's a really good point. Uh, I didn't think about – yeah, they didn't play in Alabama. They played in Tennessee. And I'm I'm trying to cheat. I'm looking up real quick. They, they did go to Death Valley. They knocked off number 15 LSU. They played Florida at home. They went to Pittsburgh, which I know Pittsburgh's not a great team anymore, but at the time and coming in, we believe they were. We believe they were, and yeah. That environment was was hostile and and was bumping for once. Pitt actually showed up for a game. And, <laughs> yeah. you know, it, it was it was a hostile environment, and they destroyed in the Johnny Majors classic up there. That's that's a good point, Curtis. I, I like that. And you make me feel a little bit safer here. But then I look at the all-time record. Georgia leads 26 to 23 against Tennessee with two ties in there. Don't ask me how you tie. It's got to be in the dark leather helmet days, right? Um, They've won five straight. The Bulldogs have been rolling. Bam, I thought they were rolling. Give me the Vols to win. I'm all about that train. Like Curtis said, I'm all in on Vols Nation here. I I bought into baseball season, flicking off the other team, (laughs) the dark mode uniforms. I am here for Tennessee sports athletics. So give me the balls. I would love to see just that Tennessee waterfall flowing and getting that job, Tim. Uh, Bama, LSU. Bama's got to win this. If they lose against LSU, I think they're out of playoff contention completely. Curtis, what do you think? Yeah, that's exactly what this is, is 
Alabama has to win out in order to be seen as a playoff contender. And that's weird to say about Alabama, the team that has yeah. pretty much dominated the playoff era. I think this LSU team has rebounded spectacularly in Brian Kelly's first season, but I don't think they're talented or good enough to, to beat this Alabama team that finally has some competitive motivation. They finally know that they have to win out in order to get in. They finally have that drive that in all reality, they haven't had in a couple of seasons at least. Yeah. I'm going to follow up with Curtis on that and and say Bama. Um, I know Evan said it a couple of shows ago. They're kind of on the fringe there and they're just biding their time. Um, Now that they have a little gas, and their tank, they're, you know, I think they're going to smoke LSU. Um, yeah, give me Bama. Yeah, real tempted to touch points on that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think just the fact that in LSU, it, you feel like it could not hit, like Bama wins by 10 or Bama wins by a field goal. Um, I do think Bama wins, but I do think LSU keeps it interesting. So it's just a question of, do they get a late – like they just get a monster run on like a third and one that LSU has to get the stop and and Bama just like takes it to the house. So like I, th- I think that's what you're hoping on. But, yeah, I take Bama, probably not the points. Fitz, you're on something. This is going to be a close game. This is going to be a real good game at the coin toss. And then Bama's going to run the – train an elephant parade all over LSU. Brian Kelly is going to think, damn, I should have stayed in South Bend. I think Bama rolls here because they have to. I think Nick Saban says, boys, we've got to put up 60 points on LSU if we want a chance to <laughs> to, to do the standard of getting a ring. And, and that's like the bare minimum standard at Bama football. And I, I think Nick Saban's going to get him motivated here. And I, I'm hoping for a good game. I don't know. I'm just not sold on it. I might take Bama with the points here. Kansas State, Texas. Texas is the favorite. They're not even ranked, but they love that Quinn Hours down there at quarterback. Curtis, what do you think? Yeah, I don't understand that. I mean, you you watch them systematically destroy Oklahoma State a week ago. Not even a week ago, four days ago. And you're going to come out with Texas as the favorite? Yeah. Trust me, I, I love Quinn Ewers too. He's a great quarterback. He'll be fine in the NFL one day. I, what, what are you doing here? Kansas State all the way. Like money line, Kansas State. I'm taking it. I don't see how this game is 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 a victory for Texas in any way, shape, or form. Yeah, yeah. But I, I'm saying the exact same thing. If if you're a bad man, you take K State. It's I don't know. It's it's almost like surprisingly easy that they they are not the favorite in this this match. So, um, yeah. Give me the Kansas State Jayhawks. No, Kansas State. Well, you had a last Hawk week. Eyes. Wildcats. Wildcats. Yeah, there you go. Good. Got right. there eventually. <laughs> that's that's Tim's game. Yeah. Um, yeah, this is a gimme. Yeah, I'm gonna take a mental note. Pub parlay. Oh, give me K State. Oh. Shout out Jordy Nelson, their greatest alum. <laughs> you would. Like you know, it's in Austin. That place is rocking. Burn orange. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. Get the people ready. Horns down. Give me the Wildcats. I'm all in on them after last week. They blanked Oklahoma State. Horns down. Kansas State gets the big win here. Last game, ACC. Wake 
versus NC State, 20 versus 21. Loser definitely out of the top 25. And there goes any chance for a New Year's six, if there's a chance at all. Wake, three and a half point favorite. Curtis, what do you think? So this is the matchup that I think I'm staying as far away from as possible with my money. Mm. I ain't going anywhere near this game. This is the ultimate coin flip. And heck, that might decide the game. Is <laughs> If you can get a two for one at the end of the first half and score on the first drive of the second half, you might win this game just because you got one more drive than the other guy. Yeah. I, I don't know who's going to win this. I'm going to go with NC State just because they're the home team. Mm, that place is rocking. PNC is not PNC. I can't remember the name, but it's it's in a rocking environment. I do agree. Yeah. yeah, I got no skin in the game either. Um, let's go with the Demon Deacons. No reason why. I just God, how do you know uh, that name? You know, it just came to me in a dream one night. And oh, uh, all right, all right, Fitz, what do you got? Nice, Tim. That's probably the closest school to you, right? Just out there and um, where. No, oh, I'm sorry, John. I'm trying to remember. I was trying to remember. I can picture. I can picture your house right Fuck beside Egypt? the. Yeah, I can't remember. Um, <laughs> I've been. What's sad is I've been in that small town, wherever the. Germanton. Come on now. What is it? That gummit. Say it again. Germanton. No, that's population not it. 800. <laughs> He's talking about. I. Anyways, move on. Never move mind. on. Um. Nobody gives a shit. Yeah, no one gives a shit. <laughs> Just trying to give them a shout out. Um, so I had I had all five of these games marked. I was gonna do a parlay. Probably will. I crossed off this game. I, I'm not touching this. Um, give me the Wolf Pack. Why not? Carter Finley. That's the name of the stadium I was thinking about. That place rocks. Redemption. Were, yeah. Thank you. They're without the starting quarterback. David O'Leary. Done. Dead. Dead for the season. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Torres Pectoral. Oh, God. boy. <laughs> it's Pectoral. Uh, you know, for, for that reason, that reason only, give me Hartman. Give me Wake Forest. Give me Wake the Nation to win here. I think an upset on the road keeps their chances at alive for a New Year's Six Bowl. It's not going to happen, but they keep that 1% chance. Like, hey, maybe we do make a big-time bowl game. All right, and then one last thing, Curtis, for college football, and then we'll let you leave because I know you're busy and stuff. We got – Undefeated teams left here. Six teams. TCU, Michigan, Georgia, Ohio State, Clemson, and Tennessee. Who's your last team standing? So it's tough to pick against Tennessee because I think they're the eventual national champions, which means they go undefeated. Hey. All that shot. Yeah. If I'm a betting man, I'm betting that TCU finishes the season undefeated because I think they get snubbed from the playoff and they'll blow out their opponent in a bowl game as revenge. Man. All right. There you go, Evan. That's, that's just where I'm at. That's just, Tennessee wins the national championship and they're undefeated and TCU is undefeated because they're pissed. They missed the playoffs. Curtis, like either you're it. gaslighting me or you're the ultimate hype man right now. And I'm loving this. <laughs> I just I'm I'm thinking of hacky last week. I think TCU blows it in the in the Big Twelve championship, but I hope you're right. Hope you're right, Curtis. Tim, last last dog standing here. You know, gosh. It's 
I know last week I picked either between Georgia or Tennessee. This week I have to pick. I picked Tennessee, so I'm sticking with my guns. Let's so, go! Curtis, you're you're rubbing off on us here at the pub. Uh let's go. Let's do it. Let's go Rocky Top. Might just have to change both podcasts to a to a Rocky Top podcast theme. Absolutely. <laughs> as long as it means I get to help through the goalpost in the river, I'm down. Yes. <laughs> Again, I hope you're all right. My heart is telling me Tennessee. My head's telling me Georgia. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Your heart also told you Daniel Jones, and then you got off. Dude, he's back on. Dominant. Yeah, you're back on. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> back on. Uh, t- Tennessee, I, I got to take Tennessee. I've, I've ridden the boat. I've, I've gone all in on Tennessee this long. I can't get off now. I think Vols are your last team undefeated. It, it would not surprise me if a, a Clemson remains undefeated, um, if they don't make the playoffs because Bama jumps them or something, or if a TCU does. Um, that would not surprise me. But I still have the feeling TCU is going to blow this thing just because it's, it's, the, it's the Big 12. That's what they do, right? They blow things. I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Uh, Curtis, dude, we can't thank you enough for hopping on. Always a joy. You're welcome back anytime. It doesn't just have to be for App First Coastal, but anytime you want to come on because you and me the same wavelength. You're feeding in this energy, <laughs> and I hope it works. I hope it's positive energy here we're feeding into. <laughs> Absolutely. It always is, man. It always is. But, yeah, it's always a pleasure to jump on with you guys. I appreciate it every time. Like I said, you ever go, you ever want uh, some some weird garbage college football opinions? Hit me up. <laughs> Let's go, big dog. I'm here for it. <laughs> Appreciate you guys, it. Have a good night, guys. Hey, you too. Go you, listen Thanks, to man. them, download, share, all that good stuff. Go hit them up on Instagram. They're great people, and mm-hmm. uh, we appreciate the hell out you, dude. Thanks, Thanks man. guys. Absolutely love that crew right there, and, and they're killing it. I appreciate them. Real quick, oh, they're loving gonna... the crew. They're loving the crew. <laughs> Yo, I was just listening to the album, flawless from song to song. Yo, that album's Take so care. good. Okay. Mm, Back when he was good, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Two I gotta get another beer. Oh lord, we're gonna talk about real quick baseball here. Game three going on right now. Yeah, Philly's up two zero. Game three had to be postponed last night because of weather. Astros, Phillies are tied one one in in series here. Uh, Phillies win game one. Astros win game two. Tim, you called it on the parlay. Let's go. Right now they're down two zero though. 2-0. 2-0. Yep. Yo, I ain't worried about it. Don't you put that effing graphic back Hold on, on. hold on. Anyway, <laughs> so Phillies Astros. Uh, Tim, you're still, you're still standing by your boys. They won game two. I'm here for it. They helped the parlay. We're going to talk about the parlay a little bit later on, but, I mean, they played really good. Their bats are alive here. Now, obviously, Philly, it's a dangerous animal. Tim, you still staying with your boys? Yep. I'm saying, you know, by all means, if you have to cork your bat a little bit, if you have to juice up a little bit, um, hit some trash cans, they are going to win. Mark my words. Fitz, who are you taking here? You still staying with the Philly boys? Dude, I was so distracted. Look at that pour that I just made. Um, I'm going to take the Phillies. I do think – I think they're the hottest team coming into the series. Um, again, prepare yourself every time the Phillies win. Something very drastic happens in American history, but I'm going to take the Phillies. 
I'm with you, Fitz. I, I think World War Three breaks out, but the Phillies do win. I hope yeah. not. Yeah, I, I hope not either. Maybe World not. Peace. Maybe World Peace comes about. Huh. Cure for cancer? Like, can maybe we it's just maybe good? it's just something like yeah, maybe it's just something like very notable. It doesn't have to be bad necessarily. Exactly. I'm with you. I, I think Phillies find a way to win. Uh, I wish I had the account here, but a Twitter account came out 2019, and it's predicted 2019, 2020, and 21 World Series champions correctly, and they went through a whole list till 2030, and mm. Phillies is on their list to win this year. Maybe. All right. Trade deadline, Tim. We're going to have to talk about it. You know we were. I sent it in a group chat. You sent the Hasbulla crying in the gun, which that was hilarious, by the way. Um, we got to talk about it. TJ Hawkinson, no longer a line. And I, I'm hurt, dog. I'm hurt for you. Like, I, mm. I don't like, usually I like to troll and have a good time. But honestly, I thought this guy was a, a franchise player for you. I thought this was a guy that you build your franchise around. Because he is just phenomenal to watch. And he's and he's the blue-collar mentality for the Lions. He gets dilted to a division rival, the Vikings. Tim, give us the raw emotion that you're feeling right now. Yeah. Let the people you know. know. This emotion right now is, is has been processed a few times. Um, <laughs> we're not raw anymore. But, you know, I... I was talking to Alex Rawls in front of the show. He's a big Vikings fan. Yep. He was the first person I texted. when. I, first, I thought when you sent this, uh, it was a troll. You thought I was trolling you? I thought you were messing with me, and I instantly confirmed it, and I was like, oh, my God. Um, Dude, what, what did I do to your psyche that you just think, man, this guy has it out for me? I think it's just the lines in general. Okay, okay. Um, so, yeah, I texted, or I, I called Alex, and we talked. The only thing I can think of is, you know, back on the draft day, we traded with Minnesota to trade up to get Jameson Williams. And Alex and I were talking there, and I was like, why? They they took a hit there. I was like, why would they do that? They they took a later pick in the draft. They traded out of number 12. Like, it didn't make sense to me. And at that point, I felt weird about it. I was like, it feels like this is part one of some deal. And when this landed, I was like, this is it. This is, this is the debt being paid. We're, we're giving them Hawkinson. This is like to make ends meet. Now that's just a crazy theory, but that's kind of how this felt. I was like, man, this is because how often do you trade on the draft for an individual rival and then trade a key pro bowl player in division, you know, yeah. doesn't happen often, let alone with the same team. So I don't know if the GMs are just buddy, buddy, or if this is kind of us giving the olive branch back to Minnesota, but um, the silver lining is he'll hopefully get some playoff football, which he hasn't experienced in freaking Detroit. So I'm Ten. pissed. Yeah. I don't blame you. And and you guys do receive a 2023 20, second round pick and a 2024 third round pick. I, I think you're right. I think maybe there was a backroom deal like, hey, we'll make this trade now. Later on, we want a little bit more here. That's a good point. Yeah. And I don't know if it was money. I don't know if, because TJ has never 
been outspoken. He's never no. had any issues, especially with the regime changes and trading Stafford. Like he's always just been like, all right, let's suit up, let's block, let's run some routes. So I don't know. It's definitely nothing like I can't see him asking out of Detroit. I I see it more of a situation where his contract's coming up and he's a top performing tight end in the league. Oh yeah. And he's like, Hey, I love you guys, but like, this is what I'm asking for. And and I just don't think Detroit could fit the bill, but I hate to see it. I really do. What if it's an ultimate setup? He gets traded to Minnesota contract comes up, re-signs with lines for big money. What if it's just like, <laughs> <It's not happening. laughs> let the man dream. All right. Um, no, I I will say this. I think Hawkinson. I think it's very similar, to like the George Kittle situation of just someone who's very injury prone. Like obviously Hawkinson has potential, but it feels like he's just been played with injuries. And I don't know. That was the only excuse I could make for Detroit. Yeah, is like to say, hey, like take your chances with him. We're gonna we're gonna take these draft picks and and just kind of build just because it feels like every other week Hawkinson's battling through something. So well, I feel like you play the the position tied in like it comes with the territory. Like look at Gronk, look at one of the best that's ever done it. Like yeah, but like look at Kelsey or look at like I, I like Mark Andrews. You know, he, this is the first time I've seen him battle through injuries. It's like this this past maybe week. just publicly, yeah. But I feel like that tight end position, mm-hmm. you get beat up a lot. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's not, that's not crazy. The other big news coming out of Pittsburgh, Chase Claypool, no longer with the Steelers. I love to see it. You guys probably hate it. Yeah. He's with the Bears. That's a good move. Yeah. Pittsburgh uh, receives a second-round draft pick for Chase. And Chase is, what, two years in the league, three years? Like, mm-hmm. this is Mapletron. This is a guy who was supposed to turn the franchise around and, and really help them. No longer in there. I love to see it. Fitz, what's your initial thoughts? Well, Fields has looked great, and I think that's what's surprising is Fields has looked like the past few weeks, it looks like he's turned the corner in year two. Um, and obviously, like, you know, like, I, I don't know. I, I watched him on Thursday night, and I can't remember who they are playing, but, like, his receivers just dropped everything. Yeah. It was like down the stretch, he's putting the ball, like, where they're going to score – the game-winning touchdown, mm-hmm. and his guys aren't catching the ball. So there is that feeling of like, okay, there's got to be someone besides Darnell Mooney. There's got to be somebody. Um, so I think that's a big pickup for them as they're starting to see some hope in Justin Fields. Um, yeah, and it sucks when you see the North, like Minnesota and Chicago getting those weapons. And as a Packer fan, you know, I'm just like, so we're not, we're not going to get anybody. We're just, it's like, I'm not surprised, but it's like, really? Like, yeah, I saw, I saw, and I don't know if there's any credence to it, but I saw there was, um, the Packers were in bid for Claypool and the Bears had a better offer. I don't know if that's Uh, true. Yeah, it would, that wouldn't surprise me. If, if I wanted the Packers, I wanted the Packers to get Cooks, Brandon Cooks, or DJ Ooh, Moore. That those were the good. two. Those were the two I wanted. And if I'm the Packers, I'm willing to give up first, second round picks for these cats because you need it and you need it now. Like, yeah, and it- that's the question: is you know, it, it feels like are we at the point where we're going to fold for the season? Yeah, 
or do we think we're, you know, a player away because our, you know, as we showed against the Bills, pass defense and run offense could could be a playoff team. Yeah. Um, so it's just like it's like we just need we need a linebacker who can stop the run and we probably need a a weapon on offense who can just give us a chance. You know, that's that's it. Is like what we you know, our strength is in pass defense and run offense. So we just need like that one piece. Yeah. But it's almost like we're just waiting for next year's draft, which is frustrating. I'll drink to that. Fair enough. Drink to it. Both these power moves coming with no now moves, which is just shocks me. You know, they're all future picks. And I, maybe the Lions looking to keep building, but man. Hard knocks and Tim had me convinced this team was ready to win. Pittsburgh, from what I've seen all season, I feel like they were like, hey, we're right here in the thick of things. We can still win this week AFC North, but maybe I'm wrong. Let's move into our picks here, guys. And we're going to speed route like we did last week. I think that moved really well. I like the flow of it. I liked it too, Hacky. I listened to it on my my drive to Charlotte. It was nice, right? Real quick. The the quick pickums. Yeah. Well, here we go. Thursday night action. Philly, Texans, over-under set 44. Philadelphia, 13-point favorite. Biggest spread of the week. Fitz, who do you take? Eagles. And I'm taking those points. That's the team. Yeah, give me Philadelphia. They're one of the most complete teams we've seen so far. 7-0 Eagles. Make it 8-0. Eagles get the job done. I'm not sure if I'm ready to touch the points. Texans are kind of sneaky, but we'll let it have it. Panthers, Bengals, 43-and-a-half to over-under. Cincinnati, 9-and-a-half-point favorite. By God, we need to win. Fitz, what do you think? Mom loves the coach. My mom loves the coach of the Panthers. I, I think I'm I'm all in on them. Uh, Bengals, they still haven't figured out O-line. Panthers, the upset. That's my pick. Give me the Bengals. I think uh, the Panthers are um, they're on a little hot streak, but I think Joey B puts on the shades and – you don't talk to the guy in the shades at night, so you just mess with him, messes him up. Is that how the song goes? Something like that. We'll make it work. <laughs> uh, you know, we get the win here. Bengals are exactly where they were last year. Five and four going in the bye week. We need the win. We have to have it. Regroup. Get healthy again. We just like Awazi, uh, our cornerback with the torn ACL. I hate to see it. We got to get healthy. So I think we have to win against Carolina. Make us five and four. Give him the bye week. Give me, give me the Bengals to win. Chargers. Falcons. Falcons looking dangerous at home. Over us at 49. Chargers, three-point favorite, though. I like the Chargers. They're coming off a bye week. I, I think they're looking to turn their season around. Not, you know, they, they're in position, but I think to, to kind of give a shot at KC. So, yeah, Chargers big on this one. I'm going Falcons. I, I'm kind of high on the Falcons this year. Um, I think if Mariota doesn't turn the ball over late, I think they always have a chance. Um, and they've just played good defense. Their defensive line is – they're just a bunch of monsters. So give me the Falcons. Yeah, you've been watching this team since the preseason. You're mm-hmm. really juiced up about them. I got to be yeah. juiced about something, all right? <laughs> hey, you're, you're preaching the choir, brother. Uh, Falcons, four and four. They're in the driver's seat in NFC South. Chargers need to climb out from a weak NFC West out there. They're coming off the bye week. Fitz, you sold me. Give me the Chargers to win. Moving on. 
Dolphins, Bears, over and set at 44. Miami, five-point favorite. Bears got a new weapon, though. I don't know if he's playing, though. Yeah, it's going to take a minute for Claypool. I'll take the Dolphins in this one. I'm going Dolphins as well. I don't think um, the Bears' offense can – I mean, the Dolphins' defense isn't great, but I don't think the Bears' offense can do much. So, we the Dolphins. I was going to make a concussion joke, and I said that's nothing to joke about. But then I forgot about the joke. <laughs> Give me the Bears to win. Classic. Classic. Yeah, you're clear to play. Go back in there. Packers lines over on set 49 and a half. Green Bay three-point favorite. Vikings in the driving seat of this division, but still, anybody can reach up and grab this thing. Fitz, what do you think? Vikings haven't played anybody. I'm convinced they're going to blow it. I like the pack. Um, just feed that run and trust your defense. So go, Pack, go. I can't keep doing this, guys. <laughs> I just can't. <laughs> I guess I'll go lines, but it's because of that man right there, 44. Malcolm Rodriguez is playing out of his damn mind. <laughs> no, Rodriguez is the fourth-ranked rookie really? this season. And this yeah. guy, we got him in the fifth. I was about to pull pick. the – what's the McGregor? Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> I was going <laughs> to – No, Rodriguez is the truth, man. You're about to get yeah. hip-tossed by Rodrigo. So, Dude, for, can... for, former wrestler, shout-out. Go okay. wrestle. Rodriguez is is phenomenal. I, I fell in love with him at, at in Hard Knocks. No pause, no homo, or yeah, homo on it because I fell homo. in love with the dude, dude. Yeah. The dude has Full came homo. in there and just done just everything that Detroit has asked him to do, and the city has asked him to do, and I love it. Green Bay's got to win though, and I feel like TJ was such a locker room guy. I'm gonna take Packers. I'm I hate to do it, Tim. I'm sorry. Oh, I don't care, man. But maybe this is what we need. Maybe two versus one. Lions gonna win here. No, who knows. Colts, Patriots, all-time rivalry renewed here. Overrunners at 39.5, New England, 5.5-point favorite. Max Jones still QB1. Uh, yeah, I'll take – it's a weird QB bat, battle, but I'll take Patriots. Give me the Patriots. Um, of note, the Colts just signed away Naheem Hines, I think, right? Yeah, the Buffalo did, Bills. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah, give me the Pats. Patriots look good, man. They got a quarterback controversy, though. Sammy E is quarterback one. He's 1-0 and in a Colts uniform. Give me the Colts upset the Patriots here. Bills, Jets, 47s over under. Buffalo, 13-point favorites against the Milf Hunters. Man, real tempted to take the Jets to cover points here. Um you gotta take the Bills. They're they're definitely the most complete team this year. J E T S, Jets, Jets, Jets. It's not crazy. It's not crazy. Uh, Fireman Ed would be proud. Little Bills Johnny. are a cheat code. Bills are a cheat code. Give me the Bills to keep winning, finding a way. Jets do cover though. I like them. I would like them at minus seven. I think they keep it that close of a game. Commanders hosting the Vikings over us at 43 and a half. Minnesota, three and a half point favorite. Damn. The Vikings have a convincing record, but Fitz doesn't convince on their record or on their opponents. What do you think? Yeah, Vikings, they haven't played anybody. I think Commanders steal this. Terry McLaurin 
must start this week. The Vikings corners, nothing. Heineke, that's his guy. Give me the commanders. I'm going Vikings. I don't think McConnell is going to let Kirk fall in the classic in Kirk we trust. So give me the Vikings. Man, this is scary. Every time Fitz has said in Kirk we trust, they go out and win big. And it scares me because I'm like, they're not going to win. And now he's not saying that. And I'm a little worried for the Viking faithful. Kirk, Heineke, they kind of remind me of each other a little bit. I like the way they played. They're gritty. They know how to win their game managers. Heineke's got a little more flow to his legs, though. Give me the Vikings to go 7-1. I just don't think the commanders have enough juice. Chase Young's still not playing, though. Raiders, Jags, over and set 48. Las Vegas, one-point favorite. Raiders need a win. Like, like bad. That's, I didn't have an analogy in my head. I didn't know where I was laying that plane. Fitz, what do you got? Yeah, the performance last week was just piss poor from the Raiders. Uh, these are my two quarterbacks in fantasy. I got Trevor Lawrence and Derek Carr. Oh, it's tough. I'm going to take the Jags. They just got somebody, I think. I can't remember. Yeah, Calvin Ridley. <laughs> they just got Calvin Ridley. I mean, he's not playing, but gives you a little hope for the Jags' future. I don't know. I'll take T-Law on this one. Yeah, give me the Jags. I think the Raiders are that type of luggage that you take to the airport and uh, they lose it on your flight and then you just never get it back. They're just luggage. Raiders are terrible. Give me the Jags. Jaguars lost last week to the Giants in London. London's supposed to be like their stopping ground. They play there every year. They're not supposed to lose across the pond in Maddie's world. Something's up with there. Something there's still an urban stench there. Give me the Raiders <laughs> to win. Seahawks, Cardinals, this division wide open. We just have it the Raiders. Overrunners at 50. Arizona one and a half point favorite. Man, I love D Hop. Uh it's tough. I'll take the Cardinals. It's really close. Geno's having a heck of a year. Give me the Seahawks. Geno's having an MVP year. He's a runner-up. So, Seahawks. God, I just can't figure out this division. Like, we thought Broncos were going to go good. We thought Raiders were going to be good. Like, it's just none of this makes sense. None of this works. Niners. 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 Niners, Niners, Sorry. sorry. They're set now with with CMC throwing throwing strikes. Call of Duty came out a week ago. I think Kyle Murray got out of system. Give me the Cardinals to win. This is a matchup. When we thought the mm. schedule, when the schedule dropped, we thought this game was going to be must see TV. Rams, Bucks. It has not turned out that way. Both these teams need to find a way to win, and they need to find a way fast because playoffs are slipping from their fingers. Over under forty two and a half. Tampa Bay three point favorite. I think I think November is Bray's month. I think it's been enough time after the Giselle divorce thing. It's finalized. I, I think we see Brady at his best. I really do. And I, and I think it starts this week. So I'll take Tampa. Tampa over LA Rams. Give me the Rams. Um, yeah, both teams don't look so hot, but I got to trust Stafford and Cup. So Rams. Fitz, I like your point. 
I think the divide divorce is finally final. Brady is like, I'm going to focus on my kids and work. It's also no nut November. So Giselle can't take that seed <laughs> from him right here. Jesus. Give me Tom Brady to win. Oh man. Uh, Kansas City taking on the Titans over on a set 46 and a half. Kansas City 12 and a half point favorite. Yeah, Casey. Definitely. Um, Tennessee, they've been a surprise. I think we've been sleeping on them record wise. They're they're standing pretty strong, but I do think it's gonna crumble for Tennessee. I, I think they're gonna lose like maybe four of the next five. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's gonna be a game of of like ball possession. I think Tennessee's going to try to kind of ground and pound, but I mean, it's the chiefs. They're going to score quick. They're going to score fast. So give me the chiefs. Shout out King Henry just passed Eddie George for all time. Titans uh, rushing touchdowns. Mm. Big, big mark for King Henry. This is a weird year. I feel like every AFC and NFC playoff, like team is just down minus like your top four contenders. Two on each side here. Chiefs and Bills. Killing the AFC. I think it continues. Give me the Chiefs to keep winning. Monday night action. New Orleans. Ravens. Over and it's at 48. Baltimore three-point favorite. Red Rifle still slinging the ball for the Saints. Tim, your Jameis Winston pick. Looking cold. AF. Fitz, what do you think? You feel like the Ravens are turning in the right direction, but every week it it comes down to a final score. Um, I'll take the Ravens. I'm not touching points. Give me the Saints. I think Kamara has some uh, newfound juice in him. He had a big game last week. Um, I think they're going to kind of try to ride that wave. So give me New Orleans. New Orleans, man, they've been rolling at home. They're dangerous at home. Baltimore's found a way to win in the fourth quarter, though. This game's going to be really good. I like the over here. I think we see an explosion of points. I need it. Give me New Orleans to win here. It's it's not based off my gut or my brain. It's based off what my my heart wants, and that's we need an NFC North or AFC North opponent to lose. So give me the Saints. Listen to your heart. All right, pub parlay. Let's hit it. Let's hit it big. One game away last week. One game this week. We're still going two for two. We're getting two picks apiece. We're making money. This is it, man. Guys, 300 bucks almost in our hands last week. This week, it's for sure in the pocket. Mm. Let's take it. Man, want to start us off? Tim should start. Ooh, Tim. Um, damn, I want to make a baseball pick, but I don't think we can. Because does it have to be this weekend, right? Like Thursday is too much or too soon? Yeah, ideally. And okay. now unless we go all NFL in college, as we don't hockey, we could do Thursday. Yeah, let me let me check the hockey schedule real quick. So he's looking at that. Hacky, give me a number between one and four. Three. Three is the first one that came to mind. Okay, Tim, give me a number between one and four. Three. Okay. First one to come to mind. So our college pick, Hacky, number three, we're going to go Bama over LSU with the points. 
And I like that. And Tim, we're going to go Commanders over the Vikes. Wow. I'm I'm not sold on that one, but (laughs) can I take that back? (laughs) Just kidding. Just kidding. I tell you what, last week I was like, I think all of us were like, all two of us were like, all right, Giants easily win. Fitz's other NFL pick. I don't know. That one's a little sketchy. I think you took Commanders last week too. And I was like, I don't know, man. We don't have to do Commanders. That can be our throwaway. No, no. I kind of no, like it. If we, need, follow, if we need a throwaway. You're 1 0 taking the Commanders. You're about to be 2 0. Have faith. I'm saying if we want to do five picks instead of six, we can sacrifice one of mine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I got you. So for one of my picks, I'm taking uh, Boston over the Maple Leafs on Saturday. Boston's playing really well. Um, I think that's kind of a an easy pick there. The Bruins, the Bruhahas. I like it. Um, my NFL pick. Oof. Oh Lord. Lord. Let's go. Um, hmm. Gaggum it. I don't know. Parker, you go. I'll I'll come out. I'll get someone. In in F- honor you. of Matt, RIP is a concussion protocol. <laughs> this one's for my boy. I'm taking footy action. Give me the Bundesliga of German. Borussia Dortmund taking on VFL Bochum. At 10.30 Saturday morning, my pronunciation is terrible, and you can let me know that later. But give me Borussia to win. I just think they're too dominant. They're too damn good. So give me Borussia money line Saturday. I'm also taking the easy one. He doesn't touch it. Kansas State upset mm-hmm. in Texas. Mm-hmm. And it's not an upset to us because we believe in the Wildcats. Kansas State money line. Tim, you're back up. Was, yeah, yeah, it was – uh, who was favored in the Seattle Cardinals game? Arizona was favored by one and a half. Yeah, give me the Seahawks. Ooh, 12th I don't man. Know if I like that. I don't know if I like that. You know, Fitz, it doesn't care what you like. It's <laughs> it puts the lotion on its skin. skin. Was again. All right, that's it for the pub parlay. This money. That's all I'm going to say eloquently. Money in the we're gonna keep we're gonna keep the dream rolling. Um random question, let's get the hell out of here. Am I got one? If you could create any flavored beer, what would it be? <laughs> I'm kinda here for it. Mm. All right, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I've had jalapeno beer. It's nasty. Yeah. <laughs> I love spicy food, but it was just like, this is not fun. And yeah, not good. They used to have nickel beer night over in a place in Asheville, and I loved it. And and then I had that, and I was like, <laughs> I can't do this anymore. I feel like a peanut butter jelly porter would be freaking Really good. Anyone? Anyone here? I, they have those, and they're not good. Oh, really? That's the thing. I think they it is have those. Yeah. I think I've seen. It. They've yeah. had those. Yeah, Good People something. Brewing has one. Never mind. I thought yeah. I was on to something. I mean, I like um, like coffee beer is my thing. Oh, I do like mm. coffee. Yeah. I was trying to think like 
I don't know if I've seen a white mocha beer. Mm. Ooh. So that I think that would be mine, like a white mocha. I'm sure there's one out there. So if if so, shout out to us. We'll give you a free plug. Yeah. I'll give you a free plug. If, if there's PB and J porters out there, white mocha porters, white mocha beers, send us send us what you got. <laughs> we'll just have it. You know. Yeah. Yeah, we'll do a little taste testing. Yeah. Uh, you know, first thought was like sour cherry, but I, I know for sure they have sour cherries out there. <laughs> Then I was like, all right, what are like a Philly cheesesteak style beer? <laughs> oh, <laughs> shit. Yeah, I don't know. Like, that's tough, man. Oh, man. I, all right, I got one. Like a strawberry Pop-Tart. Like hazy. Ooh. Ooh. Hazy one. Okay. Like, team up with Kellogg's. I could get behind that. that. Yeah. The OG Pop-Tart. I like it. Tim, great question, man. Thanks. Phenomenal. Just came hey, in. phenomenal episode. Uh, we're right on time for our normal episodes. This is great. We've been expanding our time to an hour, to an hour, 20, hour, 30. So shout out to the boys. We're doing it. Uh, shout out to you beautiful people for listening and watching and all that good stuff. We keep growing in numbers. So thank you guys. Keep supporting us. Uh, we will do a merch drop. We've had a lot of people ask about it. We will do one eventually. I just got to have time to actually design some stuff and, and get some designs in. Uh, but it's coming. Fingers crossed. And uh Tim, shout out to you. Fit, shout out to you. Keep living that beautiful life. And uh, RIP Devin, pour one out for him. <laughs> Light a candle in his memory. I'm done. I'm done doing their outros. We I think of that I, at this point. They're dead. I need to just do something else. That's harsh, man. Yeah, they're it might, dead. It might be time. It's like three weeks straight without Matt and Dev. It's sad. I don't know what to do. Bye. <laughs> this is what happens when you fuck with your pets on no issue day. <laughs> what just happened? Oh my oh, beard's no. hitting different. We would <laughs> we would be the bad boys of little league. I'm telling you that. Beers, yeah, yeah, that's we the new trend. The movie quote. <laughs> Whatever movie quote saying. comes to mind, that's my outro. Joey Chestnut has to be on the top. I don't care who's here. Has to be just gonna do I mean, Coffee to close it only. This magic in September is like one of the hottest athletes in the world. <laughs> Seriously. It is decided. <laughs> New outro. I'm making the... What if there's a, a turkey-flavored beer? Like a... Like you want to baked or roasted? For Thanksgiving. Like a... You know, like a stuffed fried turkey beer. Ooh.